Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino early on a Thursday morning. And uh, this day of the week, always a very heavy guest driven show we have nigel seeley on the program brad powers coming up college football mike palman studio later on and paul charchian with uh week three fantasy angles and maybe some player props for tonight's game paulie and uh we are now seeing at DraftKings and other spots um the niners the home team here favored by 10 and a half uh touched 11 earlier in the week back to 10 now 10 and a half and in fact where we are broadcasting from, it is at 11, and the total is at 44 as we speak. The Giants needed that come from behind victory. So, I mean, they needed like blood last week, and they, you know, kudos to them for coming back to get the win. But now they're taking on arguably the best team in football tonight on short rest. And I'll detail this coming up here in a few minutes, but the offensive line is just in horrific shape for the Giants. Yep, no Thomas. You don't have Barkley. Uh, you're right. They outscored 60 to nothing in the first six quarters of the season. Saved their season in the comeback win against Arizona. Danny Dimes was terrific in the second half. This is a big stretch for the Niners where they have three straight home games now. And you're laying double digits tonight. You're laying 15 and a half next week against Arizona and the Cowboys uh, come to town in a rematch of the playoff game last year. So uh, some of the props here are fantastic. About, but just to put it in perspective of how dangerous McCaffrey's been, Number one, they're 14-1 and one when, he, when he plays and starts with the Niners since they acquired him straight up. He scored in 11 games in a row. Yeah. So he can set the tie the 49er record tonight 
if he scores with Jerry Rice. And then OJ and John Riggins did it 15 in a row. So you're seeing as high as minus 260 anytime touchdown. I asked you before the show, is that the highest you've seen? You went back to Taylor's great well, year. Yeah, remember. It was Jonathan Taylor's year a couple of years yeah. ago when, he, when he, people said that he should have been in the MVP mix that year. I think he scored 18 touchdowns. The Colts needed that game against Jacksonville. It was the final week of the season. He was minus 440. That's the highest number that I saw on him. Man. I can remember on the air saying, is there any chance we can find a no on that anywhere? Because that's the high, that, that was the highest number. that I, I've never seen anything higher than that before. He never scored. Didn't score a touchdown in that game. Mm-hmm. But he's, McCaffrey's yeah. been a machine, no doubt. Um, Ayuk banged up. And I don't think he's going to play tonight the way it looks. So what does that mean then mm-hmm. for the passing game? I think it's going to open up opportunities for George Kittle to have a really good game tonight. He has not gone off so far in the first two games of the season. But when you look at what tight ends have done recently against the Giants and their defense has been an abomination through two games so far. Zach Ertz last week for Arizona had six for 56, did not score. If you go back to last year, in the playoff loss, Goddard, 5 for 58 in a touchdown. Hawkinson in the playoff win, 10 for a buck 29. Late in the regular season last year, Dallas Goddard, week 18, 6 for 46. Hawkinson, week 16, 13 for 109 and two touchdowns. <laughs> Earlier in the year last year, Mark Andrews had 7 for 106 in a touchdown. I bet at Circa this morning, I bet George Kittle plus 215 to score tonight. I think finally we get to, with no Ayuk potentially going tonight. How this team plays against tight ends, I think he, I think he finally shows up tonight. Waller got going in in the comeback in the second half. He had six for seventy six. Yeah. Maybe he can do something. I know also the 49ers were ticked off at how they played defensively against the Rams and how uh, Puka DePepo lit them up. But also they were surprised by the quick stuff and Stafford getting rid of the ball so fast because the Rams moved it on them and the Rams had a lot of success through the air on them. So that. That t- but how are you going to protect Danny Dimes? I mean, go back to the Sunday night game when we opened the season where he's running for his life every play. So if the 49ers get off to that early lead and they just pin their ears back and here comes the pass rush and you don't have Thomas and the old line is banged up, you know, my God, forget about it. But the other thing is about the props, about um, if you don't have Ayuk, who's going to eat here and does he mix it up with the running back situation? Could be. Right, and Shanahan's talked about that this week about how McCaffrey has played so many snaps so far this year and got a lot of touches and how maybe Elijah Mitchell could be sprinkled into the mix here today. I have a bet on Mitchell that I'll, I'll talk about before the show is over with today. Not all books have posted yet so far, so I don't want to say anything about it at this point, but maybe Mitchell would be worth a look with one particular market. And I don't know how the Giants are going to protect this front for the 49ers, like you said. Not only are they going to be without Andrew Thomas, they have other injuries, and Evan Neal has been a turnstile so far um, for the Giants. And... If you look at Pro Football Focus, does a really good job of ranking units week by week. They have the Giants ranked dead last uh, out of every single O-line in the entire league going into week three. And you're going to be facing the 49ers front? Look at what they did to the Pittsburgh Steelers in week one. The Steelers' offensive line, extremely shaky. And the Steelers could do nothing other than a late second quarter drive in that game. The Trent Williams, it's hilarious. I wanted him to get a first down. I was tired. Steelers kept going three and out. Absolutely. Uh, Some quick picks. McCaffrey combined 149 and a half yards, rushing and receiving four to one. You have Purdy over yards and touchdown passes. McCaffrey first touchdown, uh, along with 49ers money line is 14 to one. And then it could be a tight end game. I mean, I like this one. McCaffrey, anytime touchdown. 
and then uh, Kittle over and Waller over. Yards is a, is a qu- uh, quick pick and an odds boost, too. Yeah, yeah. I, c- I could see the, the uh, tight ends going off in this game. I, I will point out, um, with the, a market like the first touchdown score tonight, when you have a heavy favorite like this, like the Niners are tonight, laying double digits, and you have other big favorites this week in the NFL, what that does is it creates bigger numbers on the underdog for a player to score the first touchdown tonight. Because you're thinking, right, well, they're going to get pounded, game flow, Niners take the early lead, and they put them into submission, and the game's going to be over with. Um, That means that the numbers, like in this game, for the Giants will be much higher than they were last week against Arizona when they were a favorite on the road. So if you look at the the betting board tonight for a Giants player to score first, you're getting a a pretty significant bump this Mm -hmm. week against a team like San Francisco. And I will point out another angle here because the Giants defense has been so bad. And I don't want to go nuts with like advanced metrics so far because it's only two weeks. But if you look at numbers like DVOA, Aaron Schatz's numbers that he's had for so many years, football outsiders before this year, and now he moved on to another spot. But the Giants overall are dead last in DVOA, they're 29th on offense, 27th on defense, 30th on special teams, and a lot of like the yards that they have given up so far on defense, really, really bad where they rank um, in the league. And so far, opposing number one running backs going against the Giants in week one, Tony Pollard had 14 for 70 and two touchdowns. Remember, he had all those carries inside the five-yard line. And James Conner last week looked really good, and he had 23 for a buck six and a touchdown. So that, I mean, while McCaffrey's going to be in there tonight, if you want to bet unders because of the possible split here on carries, he could break, like last week against, the, uh, two weeks ago against the Steelers. Yeah. He could break off a 65-yarder Tough. on the second drive of the game tonight. Yep. Is it, Breedis, 32 and a half? <laughs> Is he going to get most of the carries? He can't get 33 yards? I know. Uh, what about Danny Dimes? He is 30, he's 37 and a half in uh, that I range. I think that he, he's very good at running the football. Yeah. And they have done a good job at designing runs for him again this year, or just him taking off. He's plus 170 at DraftKings to get 50 yards rushing. I mean, just that he's going to be running for his life, but he also have to design some stuff, I would think, too, that you don't have arguably, well, at least one of your best offensive weapons. Or without Barkley, what he could mean in the passing game, too, with dumping it off to him. Sure. Now, what do you want to do with the Niners and Survivor? Is it a pass this week? No, I played him in a couple. I used him in a couple. You did? Yes. You didn't want to hold them to next week when they get Arizona? No. Uh, I'll do that in the. I'll do that next week too. Yes, but it, it's a hard week about you know, who you want to use and what you want to do. Uh, save Dallas for Thanksgiving. Uh, do you trust Miami at home against Denver? It's only uh, six yeah. and a half. Uh, well, well, do you what, trust Baltimore against the Colts? It appears to be Minshew. Minshew, right? I know Minshew was on a one and ten run straight up his last eleven starts, but uh, but that's I don't know. Let me ask you this. That's a tough one. Which team in Survivor scares you more this week between Miami taking on an 0-2 Broncos team or Jacksonville laying that many points against a team? And they took out half the field last year when they lost at home 13-6 to right. to the Texans. So these, these, it's a tough week in terms of, yes, there's a lot of options, but who do you want to use and who do you trust? I think it's a week you mix it up. I don't think you shove on one team. I don't think so either. I think uh, you mix it up and, and then uh, – Use the 49ers on all of them next week. Put it this way. If we get a little chaos in the NFL this week, I'll say if we get two upsets, Survivor, it's going to be shakedown Sunday in Survivors across the country. It really is because you have so many huge favorites this week and you're trying to pick like right. which, which one do you go with? Which teams do I save for later on? And if you pick the wrong team, they go down. Well, okay, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But I, I could see I could see Denver shocking the world. I really could. Oh, so can I mean, I, it's only six and a half. Yesterday, I mean, yeah, yeah, right, right. I mean, because now Peyton's talking about let's cut down on the verbiage. Let's work on some of the stuff here. Uh, short what Wilson says at the in the with the play calling and they moved the ball. I mean, they scored 30, whatever it was, 36 points. It was the defense. But you're right. It's the NFL and crazy stuff happens. Now, how much of you playing San Francisco in a couple of entries this week has to do with the Giants playing back to back on the West Coast short week and just how they look so oh, far? Barkley, yeah. And no Barkley? Yes. This probably is the best team in the NFL. It always favors the home team short week. And uh, and I, there's a lot of things they can fix and clean up, too, coming off the win against the Rams, where Shanahan was un, wasn't happy about some stuff, yeah. namely the defense, too. Because, yeah. I mean, you, you, I, I was ticked off uh, with what w- watching what Wilkes was doing. I mean, you know Puka's going to get be involved on every play. Mm-hmm. Look how many targets he had in receptions, and yet he's still open and they're getting it to him. Right, right. So they're laying 10.5 again tonight. And the total is 44, but it's uh, Thursday night football. Love talking about it, all the player props. We'll do more of that coming up throughout the entire three hours on this show today. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, Paulie's going to recap last night's betting action. We like to call it win some, lose some. And uh, I'm going to go in fresh to this like all of you are as well. I've been informed that he has one of the worst poker stories you're ever going to hear. He'll give you the details next here on VSIN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER i bet you're smart Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Thanks for all the tweets and texts. We're going through some audio issues, so uh, we'll get that cleaned up. Video. Uh, my thank you. Yep, video. Very good. Um, I had a good dog video, too. Uh, MLB last night. Dogs went 9-6, and six, highlighted by the Tigers, plus 215. Angels, plus 205, routed the Rays. Pirates, plus 160, routed the Cubs. Castellanos to hit two home runs, paid 80-1. to one. As the Phillies win again, Champions League Salzburg plus 575. And the Championship League, the league below the Premier League, Leeds and Hall City draw plus 265. Couple lose some. This shows you how hard it is and how, how tough it is sports betting and to beat the NFL. There's a contest out here at Station Casinos. It's called Last Man Standing. Mitch won this 10 years ago, 15 oh, years ago? Uh, 2006. Okay. 6,300 people entered. It's $25 to get in. You buy four, you get one free. It's you, you, There's no pushes. Everything's got the half point. You win in advance. Kenny White and his daughter won the college last year. You win in advance, you lose, you go home. In two weeks in the NFL, they've gone from 6,300 to 1,700. Oh, my goodness. There's only 1,700 people left. We start week three tonight. Oh, man. It shows you how hard it is, right? Wow. Every Just game pick, comes yeah. to the hook. Yeah. Pick one, pick a winner and move on. You lose, you go home. But it's they about half the field goes out every week. And here's what we were talking about, your tease. Poker player Rob Mercer has admitted to lying about having terminal stage 4 colon cancer and raising $50,000 in donations off of it so he could play in the 2023 World Series of Poker main event in Las Vegas. He was gifted a suite at the Bellagio and was spotted gambling in the casino pit by some of the people who donated money to him. And immediately people are like, boy, something's afoot here. This doesn't make sense where I'm, the guy's raising money. He's going to die and I'm giving him this money. And then he's out. He's 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 in the pit playing high, you know, playing a oh, good amount of money. Man. He complained immediately about the suite that was gifted to him. Oh. Apparently not up to his liking. So apparently they sniffed it out right away and said that something's not go, something's not right here. And there was another guy who it's legit. He also was dying. And and was befriended this guy, but also someone put him in the World Series of Poker, and he goes, "I'm gonna, I'm not gonna associate with this guy anymore. I don't think something adds up." And they reached out to some doctors, and they were asking the guy a bunch of questions, oh, and they man. knew it. They started to figure out that they, it was a scam, and the guy finally admitted it, and it was in the local newspaper here about what he was doing, and he's and he's not giving the money back. No, he said, "Yeah, I, I'm horrible <laughs> with like uh, legalities. Can can this guy go to prison for something like that?" I think it's be a buyer beware. I would I tell know. you this. I would be on the run if I were him. Oh I would never God. show my face in the city ever again. If this happened uh, in the 80s, 70s or 80s, he'd be buried already. <laughs> Complaining about the sweet. Oh, how far do you got to take it, pal? Wow. Well, that's right. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm dying of cancer. I want to play in the main event. And then you see the guy in you know, the dice pit going crazy. Sure, probably having and, drinks. Can, can you imagine? It's like, wait, I, I gave that guy $5,000. Yeah, I thought he or was I like, donated. I thought the chemo was coming up uh, in a couple of days here. As I as I tweeted at Paulie does at uh, Paulie Howard on uh, on X, it's Gary Fogle again. Back to back Gary Fogle references. Yeah. Fogel. Seinfeld, John Lovitz lied about having cancer. So he get the sympathy and then got the toupee, and now he's walking up to women with the confidence, no problem. Hey, Jack. That's right. Then the parking spot. 
Looking to be a better, better? Of course you are. Tens of thousands of people have already turned to Juice Reel. Juice Reel in the App Store, R-E-E-L, not a sports book. Tool to help you beat the books. It connects all your sports betting accounts into one app. Holds all your betting history. Gives you an edge backed by nearly $1 billion in bets. Use that data to follow the winners and fade the losers. Juice Reel, like orange juice. R-E-E-L, absolutely free. Download it today and become a better, better. Good luck. Saw this tweet from uh, John Ewing yesterday with the Giants catching more than 10 points tonight now at San Francisco. Since 2005, double-digit underdogs on Thursday are 12-21 and 21 ATS. So it's only happened 33 times, going back now nearly 20 years, but uh, it hasn't been good for these teams. Short rest, back-to-back West Coast games for the Giants. They've been, I mean, take away the second half last week, and they're, they're the worst team in football. Absolutely. Yep. Just, again, it was historic what happened. You get outscored 60 to nothing to start the season. And then, uh, you know, great job coming back. But then you you did it against probably the worst team in football, though, uh, as well. And then you're going against the big boys today. So the, um, the prop standpoint uh, is interesting about what, what Shanahan going to do. Are you going to get Mitchell and other guys involved? Your point about Kittle could have a big game. Uh, does Purdy go off? You know, that's the thing with Ayuk maybe out. There's so many weapons here. And remember, they were number one last year in Yak. It's like, you know, who eats? But Shanahan could play games. Maybe it's a lot more of Mitchell. But the fact that, that McCaffrey is going to tie this 49er record tonight. Well, and, I, I was and, not aware of that till yesterday that he scored 11 games in a row. That is staggering. And don't forget that uh, last year when Purdy was so hot, it was a combination of Ayuk and Kittle. Uh-huh. Kittle had some of That's his best right. games. Right. right. That's why I'm surprised what's happened so far because he, he came in immediately – and was looking right at Kittle, and I'm talking 80, 90 yards and touchdowns, multiple touchdowns right. when he got in there. So, and, and now it hasn't happened uh, early on in the season, but he was he was staring down Kittle, and Kittle was a monster when Purdy when they made the switch. Right. You had a throwaway line, I thought anyway, on the show yesterday that took off on social media. Oh God. People thought that you were being serious. I don't. Maybe you are. I don't. I thought you were joking no. around. Of course, I was joking around. That's what I thought. Yeah. It was a joke from yesterday. I know. I, I, I called you out the other day when you called her your girlfriend. I said, right. girlfriend now. And then you were like, yes. uh, my fiance. Yeah. And then I was going to say, soon to be divorced uh, ex-wife. Yeah, right. 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 And people just, it was nonstop. Oh, Congratulations, Paul. This is awesome. When's the bachelor party? When are you going to get married? Your parody account has a lot of followers and apparently is popular. But the parody account retweeted that the, the discussion the we had, too, about... Uh, yeah, about the you know, girlfriend now, right? And I said, oh, on again, off again for about five years. I mean, Bill Addig's emailing me. Hey, congratulations. Oh, he bought it too? <laughs> uh, Hook, line, God, and sinker, uh, huh? Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's not. No, we joke around unless quite the, a bit Unless on the, the show. girl wins $12 million, I'm not, I'm right. not going to Right, you're, you're going to tell her a week before she hits the jackpot, the mega millions, mega bucks. Yeah. No, I want nothing to do with marriage with you. Are you kidding me? Come on, kids. Come on. Do you know who I am? Then she hits for twelve million. Hey, babe, let's get married. Who's the guy we just met? Listener came down a week. Oh boy, I'm so bad with names. It's over again. Between the age and no sleep for well, six years. The, I forget the guy's name, but the guy says I should tell the story once a month. I go, I'm carrying a lot of pain. Like, he wants to tell me, tell the megabuck story <laughs> once uh, a month. I go, I don't know. It's such an amazing but story. It's it, too long. Though, it, it is my pin tweet on on X or my yeah. pin post on X. Yeah. But the, I think the day that you told it. And by the way, I had no idea that you were going to tell that story. I think it took like 17 minutes to tell the whole thing. But you need to let it breathe. Well, there's a Paul Stone uh, angle in there, too, though. Oh, that, right, right, right. At the beginning. Paul Stone won a college football contest. I, I think it was like 50 grand. And he's in a shady part of town. 
with some, you know, rough looking characters. And they're counting out the money in front of everybody. Sure. And he's like, can I get a security escort to my car? And they're like, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just that that led into that into that story, too, because about how we, we when we won, we had security following us 24 seven in the casino. But yeah. I couldn't believe they told Paul Stone. Like, yeah, oh, you're fine. Go ahead, walk, count, walk out in there on your own. They're counting 50,000 out in front of people. Yeah, I think I told that, was it during that part of the story or another time on the show going back that when we won the last man standing, now it was it was 17,600 back then, so we split that, right? But they give you the cash yeah, right, right there. Oh, yeah, your buddy, the, yes. The, the guy is flaunting it. It's the same <laughs> casino, I believe, rough part of time. Right, he's like, look at this. And, and he's putting it in yeah. his mouth, and he's like going all over, woohoo, look at us. And I'm like, Doug, do you know where we're at right now? I'm like, I, we're going to have to ask, it's like middle of the day. Can we get a security guard to walk us to our cars? I don't know what the hell's going to happen. It's funny you bring it up, too, because I was just I went down to uh, uh, the D here and then the the ex was so mad at me that I'm not, not like a handyman. That she her she hired her friend to live in the casita, the palatial estate. She paid nine hundred thousand cash for a house. And so the guy would come in and I think it's like it was bizarro world. I mean, you spend one hundred thousand dollars on furniture, but yet you won't hire someone to cut the grass or a pool guy or something. I go, I'm not cleaning the pool. You won $12 million. Sure. What is going on here? So she hired, anyways, the guy works at the pit now at the D. I ran into him last week. It's the same guy? I go, I go hey, John. Are you guys still like, yeah, you yeah, okay? Oh, yeah, sure. I, I, and, and mom, mom oh, has they- to go to see the monks and get the, uh, you know, I, my bracelet snapped after 10 years. That's why I can't yeah. pick a winner. It's bad karma. Bra- I know. The, I lost my bracelet. It snapped in half. So mom's got to go see the yeah. monks yeah. and go get that. Yeah, so I don't think that's why you can't pick a winner, but uh, okay, sure. Well, the, the, the timing, though, come on. The, uh, the, the, the craziness, though, about that part, though, is, again, $12 million, paid that much money for a house in cash, and the family's going to a buffet in town. Hey, open up the purse. Let's, bring ta- this let's up, take yeah. leftovers yeah. home with us. Mom, I got cookie for you, Colin. That's a pork chop. Yeah, she was uh, called means child. She would have the Ziploc bag in the purse and she's putting chicken and cookies in there at the buffet and then bringing it back to me. Yeah. She, her daughter just won $12 million. I'm not done with the ribs. We'll take right. them home. Don't Give forget me. about the recycling. Throw another piece of pizza in the purse, please. Don't forget the recycling. Oh, yeah. To get the $40 gas money to go back to California, I had to crush cans for an there hour. There you go. Earning your keep. Not good enough. Go clean the pool. 100000 in furniture. Sure. It, none of it adds up. We'll get to uh, college football up next. Are we sure this ranked team should be favored? It's Follow the Money here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on Beeson. Worlds colliding, VEASAN shows clashing, subscription contests going between the shows here at VEASAN. We need your help to win. We'll make it rain. We'll give back to the community. $1,000 voucher at Circus Sportsbooks to be used on a Super Bowl futures ticket. To sweeten the deal, you'll save 10% when you sign up for a new VEASAN Pro annual subscription. Use promo code FTM. Bragging rights, futures ticket on the line. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. New annual subscription. 10% 10% promo code FTM, vison.com slash subscribe. Again, we are uh, up against a video issue today with the show. Um, if you can uh, be patient today, this morning, uh, we are working on it. It's very early out here on the West Coast, obviously, and they are working on it big time behind the scenes to get it corrected ASAP. Um, 
So we appreciate the patience here. College football coming up this weekend. It's a a massive card. Colorado, of course, playing at Oregon. And this number is uh, rock solid at 21, Paulie, in favor of the Ducks. And the total is 70 and a half right now at DraftKings. Um, Plenty of concerns here for the Buffaloes in this game. It's the first true, like, I know TCU, they were the defending, you know, runner-ups from last year, but they did lose a lot of players. The Ducks are legit, and they are for real. The Buffs, rushing yards per game, they are 125th in the country at 61. Two yards per attempt, that's also 125th. Oregon is allowing, um, well, averaging 5.3 yards per attempt, rather. And Colorado is allowing 195.3 rushing yards per game and five yards per attempt. This just feels like it's going to be a... I, no. Will Colorado even get a stop in the game? No, uh, you, you couldn't stop Colorado State, and now you're going against Knicks in this uh, high-octane offense. And I, I don't think the public's going to stop, though. I mean, the handle has been staggering. No matter who you talk to, it's bigger than NFL games. You, we, we talked about the ratings yesterday uh, that the game got on the show, about how it got a nine. And it's, it's, it's Colorado against Colorado State, yep. and it gets that number. At 2.15 in the morning on the East Coast, the game got 8 million viewers. The audience was more than 1 million viewers bigger than the peak audience. It didn't go well to start that game either. Not at, at all. Charleston Southern. So at least it's been, they look like a decent outfit since the slow start against Charleston Southern. At some point, I'm, I'm going to be betting Clemson money line. Could be this morning. We'll see. Ohio State plays at Notre Dame. The Buckeyes lane three. Now, this has been a battle. I've, I've heard pros on both side, sides of this game. We'll find out who Brad Powers likes coming up at the top of the hour. I think I have a pretty good idea, but we had Paul Stone on the show on Tuesday, and he was making the case and said that he liked Ohio State plus three and a half. At that time, it came back down to three. Yeah. I went and looked at Sam Hartman in the past. He's been in college football for a long, long time, but I just... And this might not be completely fair because I looked at the ranked teams he played last year at Wake. Now, none of them are going to be Ohio State. They did play Clemson last year. That was a great game. Went to double overtime. I don't think Clemson, they were good last year. They were far from great. So, But against ranked teams last year, he was 80, uh, 89 for 142, 63%. On average, he threw for 322 yards per game. He had 14 touchdowns and four INTs. And in that game against Clemson, he was 20 of 29 for 337, six touchdowns and no INTs. And he, but he's the potential difference no maker um, in no the doubt. entire game. Uh, it's the ultimate I told you so game. If Ohio State wins and it's comfortable, they'll say, see, they were bored. They have so much talent and they were just screwing around in the first couple games. And if they lose, it's okay. Well, maybe Day doesn't know what he's doing. Maybe he was, you know, born on third base and acted like mm-hmm. he hit a triple. Like Harbaugh said, and the, I, I, as I said a couple weeks ago, Notre Dame is going to screw up someone's season. I think they're very good, and I love Hartman. But between this gauntlet that they have to play, though, every week, rest assured they're going to get somebody. They're too good. Oh yeah. So uh, this is a fantastic game, but uh, I'm going to trust Brad Powers on this one. Now, Brad, uh, Notre Dame guy, but also laid bad numbers going back in the summer on this game. I think six and a, he'll talk about it coming up, but six and a half and seven. But I'll trust Brad Powers on this one. I think the Buckeyes win. I did see uh, one of uh, Notre Dame's offensive linemen, Joe Alt. He has yet to allow a single pressure on the entire year. It's pretty impressive. If he can hold Mm -hmm. up, uh, obviously the Buckeyes have a ton of talent on the defensive line. So if they can give Hartman time to throw the ball. Also, stud running back, if they can establish some sort of a running game to help out Hartman in the passing attack. Um, Plus that crowd is going to be phenomenal. And there's a case to be made here, and I think Brad will. 
about how many Ohio State fans are going to be at the game. I saw a target number of like 20,000, but then really? there was a story last night of where uh, Notre Dame officials are going to try to keep as much red out of the stadium as possible. I don't know how you're going to do that if uh, Ohio State fans already purchased the tickets. That's right. Everyone's got a price. No doubt about it. Yeah. What are you hearing on Cam Rising? Uh, I, I, I'll go on. I mean, you were saying yes. You were pretty adamant about I this think. yesterday that you think he's going to play. Yes, I see questionable. But that's UCLA is, is prepping like he's going to play. And it figures if he's coming back, this is going to be the game. But the number's telling you he's not playing, right? Two years ago, they routed them at home, and last year they went to UCLA and got beat. But do you trust Johnson if it's, if Rising can't go, if they if the, they get the win? It's, it's tough because it's one of the toughest places to play in college football. Mm-hmm. But they, I watched that Baylor game. Oh, was it ugly. They're lucky they, they shouldn't have won that game. And they had to go 90 yards to tie it, and then they got the turnover late and punched it in when the kid was – going to fall down and they're going to run a clock out, but he scored and, and they put it on seven. But UCLA looked good in the win at home against Coastal Carolina. And I like what I saw out of the defense in that game as well. But the, yeah, this is, t- I think he plays. And if he plays, this is, to me, it's it's way too low. And they're going to beat, they're going to beat him by double digits if he plays. It's a major upgrade. He, he's a stud quarterback. And to go from Johnson to rising, if UCLA's prepping that he's going to play, I think he's going to play. This is a note, by the way. I brought up Paul Stone. On Tuesday, he came on the air, and one of his bets that he said that he liked and recommended was K-State minus 6.5. Well, they're down down to 4. And he watches all these press conferences. He sent me a note, and he said he spends tons of time on injuries, of course. He does this, you know, that's what he does for a living, bets on sports and college football. He watched Chris Kleiman's press conference, and he watches them every single week. And he's a coach who actually shares news on injuries. And nothing came across in the press conference that Howard was going to miss this game or uh-huh. other guys were injured. So he went in with the assumption that, okay, he, he never brought it up. Guys are going to be okay to play. And he bet K-State minus six and a half. And now it, it flipped and Kleiman never addressed it. And a guy typically goes over injuries every week in the press conference. He didn't do it this week. Hence the move now from six and a half down to yeah. where it's at as we speak. Well, yeah. And then remember, remember Winningham and what Utah was doing. I mean, the depth chart came out, and Rising was listed on a depth chart. Yeah, that's right. And we, everyone we talked to said there's no way he's playing. Yep. So. The Hawkeyes are down uh, two of their running backs, by the way, yeah. against Penn State. Tight ends out, too, right? Yep. Yeah, boy. It's going to be a whiteout. Uh, Ferentz actually talked about how great the atmosphere is. Oh, it is awesome. It's, it's tremendous. Uh-huh. I can't imagine being there for a whiteout. It's got to be fantastic. On TV, it's incredible. All right, again, we're working on the uh, video here today on the show. I think the audio is back now, too. I think they're anyway. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Thanks for being patient. Nigel Seeley on the program coming up next. We'll get some of his best soccer bets for the weekend next year on VSIN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. We're ready tonight. Week three, NFL, Niners at home against the Giants, DraftKings Sportsbook. Keeping us in on the NFL action. Great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5, get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw down five, walk away a winner. Download the app now, sign up with code FOLLOW. Bet $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings. Official sports betting partner of the NFL, code FOLLOW. You'll love the menu. So many selections and creativity. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Here it is, Nigel Seeley time at Seeley underscore Nigel on Twitter. Joins us every Thursday to talk uh, soccer. And uh, no lower leagues today, but maybe a Europa play before we get out of here. Good to talk to you, my friend. How you been? I'm very well, Paulie. Very well. Um, uh, yeah, I've been a bit busy, obviously, having looked at the Europa League. I haven't looked at the lower leagues today because it's the Europa League actions. I'll do it tomorrow. But uh, if anyone wants to follow me on Twitter, I'll put something out there if there's any anything I like in the lower leagues. But it's all about the Premier League for me this weekend. All right. You got it. Let's start with that. How about uh, the big one Sunday with Arsenal and Tottenham? How do you see this big match? Well, I mean, it's uh, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, I, went, I did some research on it, and since the year 2000, there's been 57 matches between Arsenal and Tottenham. You've got to remember, this is a big rivalry. So when there's rivalry in the Premier League, you don't usually get goals. Usually a lot of close games, a lot of yellow cards, a lot, a lot of uh, very, very nervy matches. This doesn't isn't, isn't the case in this fixture. 186 goals in those 57 matches, with the goals averaging 3.26 per game. That's over a, a big sample, 57 matches. You have to go back to 33 consecutive matches until there's a nil-nil draw. So the nil-nil detector's definitely turned off uh, for this match. Um, and the way they've started the season, this campaign, I mean, Tottenham have scored t- at least two goals in every single one of their matches, including that crazy match last week against Sheffield United when they were 1-0 down heading into the 95th minute and they managed to win the game 2-1. And Arsenal have scored at least two goals at home. So it's no surprise to see that the line here is pitched at three and a half on the total. So, um, you know, my my strategy on these kind of matches is when you look at games and you expect goals and the line is three and a half, they very, if they're going to go over, they're going to go over big. 
it'd be like an NFL line where you're looking at someone, you know, they pitch the points at 60s. They, 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 they're, they're usually coming to see. If they're going to go over, they're going to go over big. And I think if you're going to play three and a half, you might as well go over four and a half at a, a much nicer price. So the, the difference in the price differential from three and a half to four and a half is huge. But this is a match that just produces lots of goals. And the way these two sides are at the moment, they're both having the, a great start to the Premier League. Both of them are, are unbeaten. Um, both of them hold title aspirations. And both managers mm-hmm. like to play very attractive football. They like to play it out from the back, which makes mistakes on the defenders. And uh, with the high intensity of the match here, I, I think this could be a really, really good match. A great watch. I mean, I'd be inclined for a 2-2 draw or maybe Arsenal to edge it 3-2. But I think if you're looking for a little bit of value instead of a correct score, maybe go over four and a half instead of the three and a half line at a much, much nicer price in that one. Not one of my official bets, but mm-hmm. um, it is the biggest match of the season without a doubt. I was at Arsenal last night uh, for the Champions League game. This will be a much tougher test than what they saw against Paris and, uh, PSV. But the big thing for Arsenal, they were 3-0 up with 60 minutes to go, uh, 60 minutes gone, and they managed to rest all their players. So they, they haven't come through a real tough match in midweek, which uh, Tottenham fans would have hoped they had. Nigel, the first number that I saw on over four and a half goals is plus 310. Is that a good enough range to bet it at? Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So like, you know, over over three and a half is like plus 120 or something like that. Yeah. To go to that big jump in price and one goal. I think this is a game that if it goes over, it's going to go over big. You know, it's not going to be, you know, I don't think it's going to be a match where you're going to be 2-1 hanging on to the 92nd minute to try to cash it over three and a half ticket. I think you could get, it could be 2-2 at half time mm. this match. It's, that, it's got that kind of feel about it. But sometimes in betting and sometimes in, in, in when you see things like this and you think it's obvious, sometimes it's best to, to left alone. But uh, I think if I was given a free bet, I'd go over four and a half goals. All right, let's stay with Sunday and also goals. Every Brighton match has gone over. They've been high flying and high scoring. They take on they take on Bournemouth. What do you think of uh, their two seventy on the money line? What do you think of the Brighton match? Well, every game has gone over. Every game has seen both teams to score in Brighton's matches, and and every single match Brighton have covered the handicap. Um, and the handicap here is one and a half, and you would have cashed on every single Brighton win this season. If they they, they obviously lost the game as well, but every win has covered the one and a half handicap. They beat Luton 4-1. They beat Newcastle 3-1. beat Wolves 4-1. They beat Manchester United 3-1. In a very, very, very good performance. Uh, the market isn't strong on Brighton because they're playing in the Europa League this evening. And they haven't never played in the Europa League before, uh, Brighton. So they're in the Europa League for the very first time. It's going to be a huge occasion. But I think they'll win tonight. I think you want to oppose sides when they have to travel uh, to, in Europe for the following week. So if, they, if they, they're playing a Greek side tonight, now, if they were playing that Greek side in Greece, then I think there would be a case to oppose Brian. But Brian have one of the best squads, in-depth squads. You know, we're talking about the likes of Manchester City and we're talking about the likes of uh, Liverpool. Brian have got a really, really good squad. So they can put out, rotate their squad and put out a very, very good team. They have the second highest goal XG in the Premier League this season behind Manchester City and Bournemouth, a side that haven't won yet this season. Uh, and a tight side that I think are going backwards. I think they have some real, real serious problems here. And uh, <clears throat> I would um, think Brian will cover that one and a half handicap. I think if you are going to place that bet, though, wait until kickoff time, because I think the market will be anti-Brighton and anti any team that has had to play in the Champions League or the Europa League this week. So I think you will get a bigger price 
come kickoff time than you would do if you played that pulled that pulled the trigger on that play now. All right, that's goals, goals, goals. How about some unders now? Let's stay with Sunday. Uh, you had a winner here in the uh, Champions League with uh, Newcastle, the nil-nil draw. The nil-nil detector was out. How about Sheffield United and Newcastle, two and a half? Well, we had an early part of the season that we in the Premier League where there was just goals galore with this extra time uh, on the football. Right. And, I, and I've said before, if you knew that the referee had that incentive to bet to put to put ten minutes, twelve minutes on, then you had value by betting on the the over because we knew it was going to happen, but we didn't know how realize how many late goals there has been in the Premier League. And there's been an awful lot of late goals in injury time in the last five minutes of Premier League. So you were front of the curve. Now, if you're betting overs. You're not front of the curve. I think the value is unders now. Obviously, we spoke about the Arsenal game. That's a, diff, that's a different kettle of fish. But if you spoke about an average Premier League game now, I think there is no value in betting overs because the price has been factored in now for these extra minutes here. I think the value is on unders. The other thing in England today, we had a terrible weather. I don't know if you saw me on Twitter yesterday, Arsenal game, but it was absolutely... We have a, we have a hurricane, works of a hurricane. And you know what the hurricane is called? It's coming, it's, it's coming up the Atlantic. It's coming into some parts of England over the weekend. No. It's called Hurricane Nigel. You can Google, <laughs> you can Google it. Now, if I've, Hurricane Nigel will be blowing so hard that the weather's so bad that all the unders will be cashing this weekend. I'll make sure you're that. But it's Hurricane <laughs> Nigel season, so the weather is going to be quite bad. Isn't that what your mates two- call you when you go out <laughs> drinking? <laughs> uh, it's whirlwind. The whirlwind. Whirlwind Nigel. Nigel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the whirlwind Nigel. But the Hurricane Nigel's coming in. <laughs> but I would go for under two and a half goals in Luton v Wolves. Luton are obviously on course. For could potentially reach that record of Derby, the lower lowest points total ever. Yes, if you that want to is play, like, yes. It's tw- it's twenty four now. The line you want to play over under twenty four. I think under twenty four. I, I can't see them picking up twenty four points. Four matches, four defeats. They play Wolves at the weekend. One win, four defeats. But if you look at Wolves matches against teams in or around them this season, Everton one nil. Uh, when Luton played Fulham, it was one nil. Luton at home. Going to be hard to beat, but they're not good enough to score. They only scored two goals in the Premier League. I think that is a nice underplay at minus one hundred seven, especially with this sort of bad weather that's supposed to be coming for the weekend. And the other unders I like is Sheffield United against Newcastle. Now, Sheffield United have been probably the most unluckiest team in the Premier League this season. They were one-one with Manchester City going into the eighty-eighth minute. Manchester City scored in the eighty-eighth minute. They were one-one with Nottingham Forest in the ninety-fifth minute. Nottingham Forest scored in the ninety-fifth minute. Mm. And they were last week 1-0 up against Sheffield United. So against Tottenham, at Tottenham, going into the 98th minute, and they scored in the 98th and 99th minute to win 2-1. So they have been letting more late goals than any other team. I think their start is, should be a lot better than what they are. I give them a chance against Newcastle. Newcastle were dreadful in the Champions League. They went to the San Siro in Italy, travelled back, not ideal, not used to it. Their first return in 10 years in Champions League football. They're not used to that kind of uh, travelling. I think Sheffield United have got a chance here, but I think the unders here at plus 130 is a fantastic bet. Newcastle on the road this season have been dreadful. They don't score many goals. The manager, uh, Eddie Howe, is very negative. And Sheffield United do not have a goal threat, but they're very hard to break down. And um, got a big support yeah. behind them there. It'll be a tough match for Newcastle. And I think unders there at plus 130 is a decent bet as well. There it is. Hurricane Nigel, Advisory 24. All right. Uh, <laughs> Moving fo- quickly. Yeah. Look at that. Follow him on Twitter. He is uh, at Sealy underscore Nigel. Uh, great analysis as always, mate. Best of luck this weekend. Yeah, take care. All the best, guys. Uh, just one quick bet on the Europa League right. tonight. I, I like Union to beat Toulouse, the Belgium side, around about even money. I think Union have got a good chance against Toulouse uh, this evening in the Europa League. Very good. 
Okay, thank, thank you. you. Uh, this is VSIN's Follow the Money on the DraftKings Network. Plenty more coming up today, including Go, Joe, Dan Lebatard, and Ross Tucker. Follow the Money has two more hours coming up on VSIN. And at the top of the hour, Brad Powers is going to join the show, professional sports better. We're going to hit all the big boys that we have coming up this weekend. Ohio State, Notre Dame, Colorado, Oregon, FSU, Clemson, Ole Miss, Alabama. All next here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.